online with Ammer the Internet Guy. Stream it today on your favorite podcast platforms. This podcast focuses on entrepreneurs and business owners, helping them become more successful in conducting their business on the web without being stuck with technology, getting a headache, pulling their hairs out, or buying expensive software. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special episode from online. In the next two episodes, we're discussing business and marketing, specifically marketing strategies for small and medium businesses, as well as online marketing and search engine optimization or SEO. So make sure you listen to these two together. You have so much benefit and you will be blown away with some of the marketing strategies, um, how simple they are, but how effective for everyone who's like 30 years of age or below, uh, you probably grew up in uh, the digital age and with digital marketing and with technology uh, spearheading the marketing process for every business. But marketing is still marketing. So whether it's digitized, whether we're using softwares and email lists or not, it's still marketing. It's not about the technology. Is about the marketing strategies that you deploy in order to raise your products awareness, your brand awareness, and educate your community so that you're on top of their minds when they think of a service that is similar to something that you and your business deliver. So I expect to see you on this episode and the next one. Without further ado, let's meet our special guest today. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Online. Today, I have a special guest, Mr. Eric Dingler. Hey, Eric. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Oh, good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm excited to be uh, a guest here on your, your, is it, is this a podcast, a video series? I don't know. Like, there's a, (laughs) it's a hybrid, video and audio. Yeah. Vodcast. I don't know. I've seen this yesterday on somebody's site. The Vodcast. Vodcast, nice, nice. <laughs> so, Eric, where are you based? What you do, and how do we know each other? <laughs> sure, man. Uh, man, how did? Oh, well, we got connected through uh, in Transit Studios. Yeah, so I am in the Virginia Beach, Virginia area in the United States. Um, I've owned a web design agency, Coastal City Creative, for a couple years, and then last fall or last spring, actually, I had the opportunity to purchase another web design agency that was larger than mine and and what more established like 10 years established and um so we did we purchased it um and that's in transit studio so we now run the two brands in transit and coastal um with different two different totally market ideas and we've expanded to to include we we the kind of the way we look at it is we're the all about the website. We're, we're the website, but we're also on the other side getting traffic to the website. And then on the opposite end, nurturing those visitors into sales. So we connect the whole thing and the website is just kind of the, the center of the wheel with all of the spokes. Well, I like that you mentioned a wheel instead of the word funnel because people get scared of that word. <laughs> yes. In fact, we try to with our both ourselves and our clients, we generally use an upside down funnel. So instead of having the funnel where we try to get as many people into the top as we can, 
with most of our clients, we're able to work that funnel upside down where we target gatekeepers and those gatekeepers bring in several people and the leads expand because we've targeted, you know, you know, 20 or a hundred very high, you know, targeted gatekeepers is what we, the term we use. That's quite interesting. Um, I remember in, in one of our past conversations off camera, <laughs> we were discussing marketing and uh, you have some great ideas that worked. That and, and before I get into asking you to give examples of these ideas, I wanted to retreat to everyone who's listening or watching us that my own analysis of the current situation is that people, when they think of online marketing, or internet marketing, 90% of the time they're thinking tech and not marketing. So they're thinking about a tool or they're thinking about a process or something to do with a mailing list or, or SEO or whatever. So they're thinking more um, technology and enablement, but what gets lost in that kind of message is the actual marketing. So right. today we wanna discuss marketing in general, it doesn't have to be online. And, you know, I believe that if you understand marketing, you can then take it online. But if you go online only without understanding of marketing, you're not going to be as successful. And I don't know, I could be wrong. No, I completely agree. So one of our guiding axioms, one of our guiding principles here um, is the principle behind the practice. And what that means is before you copy what somebody else is doing, spend some time dissecting it and figuring out why it works. Um, just because you see somebody doing something and it's working for them, there's a very good chance it may not work for you, that specific practice. Um, it, if it doesn't align with the DNA of your organization, a completely different you know, avatar you're targeting, uh, you know, whatever it, it might be, um, you know, I, I, we, we had a client that was adamant about really wanting to get, uh, move, they wanted to move forward with, with people texting them and following up with text messages. And finally, we just had to be brutally honest and go, you're a senior living facility. Your avatar is, you've told us your average yeah. website visitor is over the age of 60. They want a brochure in the mail. <laughs> You yeah, know, like yeah. they they take a, they take longer to make a decision. They're not they don't want to like my dad. He doesn't want a text message. Yeah. Um, now, are there exceptions? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, some would love yeah their yeah. phones, but not yeah. But we're not. You you don't want to market to them. You want to go like who are you really going after there? So and so we went to a we convinced them to, to test the brochure route, and they're loving it. So a lot of people think that that kind of stuff is old fashioned. It's dead. You just got to know your avatar. So what's the principle behind the practice? Because um, I, I, like you said, I think a lot of people see something working and they focus immediately on how do I do that? Hmm. And a lot of people want, they believe that, you know, they fall for these hypes that if you just put this funnel together, yes. it just works for you and you can go on vacation <laughs> and your business just makes money. They think it's a, it sucks people in. Like you put the funnel and it will work like, I don't know, a Hoover or something like, like yeah. on yeah. its own without yeah. your yeah. intervention. You know, you know who it works for? 
It works for the first person that created it because it's because he's in, selling it to you. Yeah. And then he's selling it to you. That's who it's he got. They, he or her got it to work because yeah. it was unique and different. And here's all, here's what yeah. works in marketing. Different. That's what works in marketing. It's that simple. If your marketing is different, it, w- it has a much better chance of working. If it just if it's like everybody else's marketing, you're going to get everybody else's results. You just reminded me like in, uh, I think, when was it? 2005 and 2006, I used to teach marketing. And at the time, it wasn't online marketing, but the online part was coming on, catching up. But it wasn't at the time, like when you say, they used to have like a funny name, still exists, cyber marketing. I don't know yeah. why, because it wasn't called internet marketing at the time. And um, I read books about it and where I was working, they were thinking to make a new course. And now that I moved to a complete online business in general, and I started to do everything online, you kind of forget the traditional marketing completely or ignore it until someone points out to you that it's still there and it still works. Uh, It's still very (laughs) effective. It's still very effective. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so a balance is um, where the pendulum swings through on its way from one extreme to the other. And our, we have three really dry, you know, axioms that we, that I repeat regularly. Um, one of them is what's the principle behind the practice. Uh, and the other one can, is consider the third option. I believe there is nothing in life that comes down to either yeah. this or this. Now, the exception is I'm a person of faith. And so I think that, you know, in my faith and for those that do, I think that. So apart from God, there's nothing else that's sure. Outside outside of that. Everything else is debatable. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But absolutely everything else. And I've got so many clients that we start working with that they're like, well, I don't know if I want to do, you know, SEO or pay-per-click, or I don't know if I want to do email marketing or send a newsletter in the mail. You know, and they get this idea that I have to do one of these. And Mm. I believe what we have seen for us and what we're seeing for our clients is different marketing ideas and marrying these two together, bringing online and offline marketing together. It's a lot easier than people think. It's a lot of fun, actually, I think. Um, And it's it's amazing results. And then what happens, because here's what happens. With, with the approach that we've been working with clients is we get it dialed into a system where it becomes predictable. If you send out 20 letters in a month, you know, you're going to close 20%. Well, now you can start to predict and scale out. You know, mm-hmm. if I, if, so if I send 20 and I get 20%, I know I'm going to send 60, I'm going to get 20%. That's this many. And so it just, it just makes things so much smoother and gives you a lot more control bringing together online and off uh, online and offline. So we're talking about sending things in the actual mail, like uh, yeah. USPS. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's just one idea. There's okay. other ways to do that. I mean, we do different things as well. Like, yes. Um, so, we, yeah, I heard some yeah. fun examples. And uh, let, let's just tell people about them without saying the name of the company. But in general, sure. Well, and these, what's the industry? Things- what worked? Yeah, well, these kinds of things will work for a lot. So just just as an idea, I'll just share one that we're starting to do ourselves. So we do um, we, we do experiments. 
um, with marketing and we do them on small scale until we figure out lock in what works and then we can begin to scale it. So actually just yesterday, uh, my, uh, I have a VA uh, cam, she's amazing. We had our weekly meeting and what we're doing is I, I identified two communities that I wanna start trying to work in and she's gonna go through their business association or chamber of commerce websites. She's gonna look at their members and she's going to look for members that look just like our clients already. Mm. Um, and, you know, what businesses look like the businesses we already serve. She's going to make a list of 20 targeted businesses that we want to, that we believe we can serve. We are going to mail the 20 of them an envelope. And in the envelope will be a very simple letter and a little magnifying glass, about just a little plastic magnifying glass. We're getting like 250 of these magnifying glasses for $14 on Amazon. So, you know, very, very cheap. Um, These 20 go in the mail with a very simple letter that I haven't written yet, but it's going to say something along the lines of um, it shouldn't be hard for your ideal clients to find you, or it should be easier. We can help, we can help make it easier for you to find your, 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 you know, new sales. Um, At the same time, we're experimenting. We're going to do another 20 with letter openers and the letter openers, we're getting them custom printed with our logo on it uh, because people will keep those on their desk for a long time. Um, we're going to send letter openers that say, we can help you open up new markets or whatever line, whatever phrase we come up with. While that's important, what really is important is when we use what's called vanity URLs. This is just a term we use. There's probably a better term for it. But um, Cam is going to create this Excel spreadsheet. I'm going to go through the spreadsheet one day um, each month. I'm going to set aside a day and I'm going to record each of these people a video. You know, hey, Joe, so glad that you got our letter. You've jumped over here to in transit to uh, t- to see what we can offer for you. Here's why I believe we can help. Blah, blah, blah. I come up with a quick script. Oh, okay. So you have it's, your pitch on video. Have it pitch. It's <laughs> no more than 60 seconds. Yeah, it's it's evergreen because then every time we target a business owner named Joe or, you know, yeah, you have to <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, right. Because they'll go in the letter. It'll say, hey, I think we can help you. You know, go to intransitstudios.com forward slash Steve. Yeah. OK. Or Helping it might be their Joe. business name. Yeah. If we don't know, have a contact. We can use the business name. It, it doesn't really matter. What matters is when you get something in the mail and there's a website with your name on it there's a very high likelihood you're going to click through to that. Okay. So you've clicked through. Now I've just used your name, which is very powerful. Yeah. Great rapport. Yeah. Yep. And so right away I've used your name. I've taken a few moments to say hi to you. And then the page is going to be a blank page with the video and below it is going to be a phone number. And I'm just going to say, send me a text to that number right there. And I'll follow up with you and we'll get started on uh, talking about details on how we can help you open new things or find, and I might have a magnifying, whatever that it is. A gimmick is not a four letter word. Don't be afraid to be, to be gimmicky. Um, and then they send a text message that works for the avatar we're attract, we're at going after because we're going after the busy solopreneur, entrepreneur, business, small business owner. They don't, they don't want to open up something and send an email form text message. Great. Those we've done a couple of these and they are so much fun. They get results. We did um, one where we sent little packets of headache medicine. Um, 
and we said, hey, we can take the headache away. You can send you can send individual packets of hot sauce. Hey, the market's hot right now. Let us help you. You know, da, da. the key is it has to be USDA approved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, go ahead. Exactly. Let me, let me just yeah. Let me grab something to show you here. Um, so we use these brown envelopes right here. Oh, and because why stands out. Here were the packets of Advil. medicine. Yep, Advil that was in that was in the envelope, um, and then a very simple letter. And the reason we do all that is because it's different than everybody else. Would it be cheaper to maybe send um, a, reg, a a white envelope versus this? A little bit, but it's not that much more. Yeah, there you remember this envelope, even if yeah, it doesn't it, look. Well, it, st pretty, it stands out. It just looks different. Yeah, it stands out in your mail and it gets your attention. And now it's different. So I've got your attention. You opened it. I've got your name in there on a, on a URL. I think, why do I have a headache medicine in there? Yeah. Right. And you read it and everything. The whole idea is it's different and it keeps your attention. Um, different is king in marketing. And so it, it pulls you into this you know, it pulls you, I'm taking you on a journey. I'm pulling you along step-by-step. Step. And so we can gauge in a conversation. And now, and here's the thing. Yes, that I could probably do that because people are like, oh, but the cost, you know, online marketing. Yeah, what's the cost? Cheaper. Well, okay, so Roughly. all of that right there put, is about $2, a, a little under $2 per, per, packet. per packet. Per letter. But yeah. I get a 20% close rate. The yeah. lifetime value of a client for us can be anywhere from thirty to fifty thousand dollars. Okay, two dollars. So the cost of acquisition. 20, yeah, exactly. What's yeah, the cost? Two dollars. Yeah, two dollars times twenty envelopes. You know, in mailing, post, everything. Yeah. Forty dollars. Okay, I've got forty dollars. Say fifty. That. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say, let's say fifty dollars. Twenty percent close rate. I've got two hundred thousand dollars in lifetime value. I do that this month. I do that next month. I do that the following month. We can't go any faster than that. You know, we got to on because yeah. we're we're building. Custom I need to websites. nurture them as well. Like you, you don't want. Yeah, I got. You don't want hundred exactly. people calling you on the same day. You'll have no time to respond. Absolutely, absolutely. And now you're not providing great customer service. And this yeah. is where it's it's a mind. You have to have a, a shift in your mindset. It's like when people live paycheck to paycheck. They, they get stuck in a mindset of money that I've got to make enough money for next paycheck. But like in the classic, you know, book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, when you change your mindset to think wealth building versus paycheck to paycheck, you handle money different. When you think long term of my business, I'm building a client base. And, and what if I grow 5% a month? I grow 3%, yeah. I grow 10%. Like that, do it right. Because I tell you, one of the number one reasons businesses fail is they grow too fast. Yeah, one of, yeah, one um, of these reasons. Either they don't grow at all or yeah. they grow too fast. Right, but I can project out, well, in six months, my team and I can't handle this. So in six months, we're going to have to add somebody. Well, I can start, so you know, four months you can yeah, early. start looking yeah. for some, yeah, or now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we have done this. Now we have clients that we've got a client, their lifetime value of a lead um, of, a, of a new prospect is a, anywhere from 750,000 to a million dollars. Wow. Um, and so for them, 
we have mailed, we mailed, they, they do fleet repair. Um, okay. Like so trucks, trucks, delivery. Van. Like they have a mobile truck to go to trucks and repair them on the spot Both. or something like that. Yes. Okay. They do emergency roadside assistant, but they also have a garage where if you've got a fleet of vehicles, you set up a, a regular schedule, mm. your trucks come in, they make, they keep them operating. They do the state yeah. inspections, all of that. So there's a lot of potential lifetime income and revenue from one of these clients. So for them, we've sent, uh, we sent toolboxes, a small red metal toolbox. We had about, we had about $35 oh. in these. Um, we filled them with candy and we put a note in there that said, don't worry. I have all the tools I need to keep your trucks on the road. <laughs> And, and then we said, I let's, I want to take you out for lunch. And we, and, and so we can talk about how we can help you over the long haul, blah, 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 blah. You know, send me a text message and we'll schedule lunch. He got a 30% response rate his first month doing that. He called me. I was like, let's do it again. Wow. <laughs> now. And with him, we only did, we only did 10. The first, the first month. Yeah. Cause, cause that, I, I figured that his, his clients aren't in general, aren't going to be 100 companies. He probably... Right. He's got a much smaller yeah, area niche, to work with. Of, yeah. Yeah. And his nurture time, most companies don't just go, oh, yeah, okay, well, here's a million-dollar contract. Yeah, and they don't <laughs> like go and that, say, like, we want to change where we do our repairs or whatever. Right. That takes time. Now, then, now the other side of this, like I said, is talking about the gatekeeper. So we, Because we've got some people, they're like, you know, we've got a client, they're e-commerce, they sell pet supplies. Um, and, you know, so they're like, well, you know, we, we want to do S and they had people that were doing SEO for them and they were paying $1,500 a month for SEO and not getting a whole lot out of that. I'm like, well, you're going up against PetSmart, Walmart, and Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Come on. Um, you're a mom and pop supply store. Your products are amazing. They're all American made, but you're going up against the big guy. A fifteen hundred dollars a month won't cut it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I said, instead, you let's can't do beat that. Amazon for fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not in, not in that. And even if you do pay per click, you know, well, you turn that funnel, you turn that fifteen hundred dollars off a of pay per click, and guess what happens? Your sales die out. Yeah. You know. So let's let's do something different. Okay. So instead, with them, what we did is we targeted, um, we started with a list of 20 um, pet trainers, dog trainers. Um, okay. And we contacted them and we said, hey, listen, we would like to provide you with free gifts for your next graduating class. How many can we give you? 10, 15, you know, what, what can we provide mm. for you? Um, and then we had the client go to their suppliers and said, hey, we're putting these packages together can you provide some samples? Well, all of their suppliers said, absolutely, we'll provide samples. So they got samples of dog treats, you know, toys, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. All right. So you get this. Now we create a coupon uh, for your website, um, you know, some type of, you know, an offer. We put these packages together. You send them to these 20 dog groomers. Now you've just sent out you know, two, three, 400 gift bags, all right, going into the hands of people from somebody they trust. 
Yeah, somebody their dog trainer. Just, yeah. yeah, somebody that just helped their life become better because now Fido listens and they can control their dog. Hey, here you go. Here's your treat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, if you trust this treat, I'm going to trust this. Where do I buy that? Oh, I'm going to go to this website that has get a your trainer's name in it. Why would you not do? And now it works next month. That trainer's like, hey, can we get more? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then we start adding. Even if down the road, you have to start paying for some of the samples. Okay. Yeah, but that's, if you if you think like, I don't think they spent $1,500 on the samples. So no, they got all the samples for free. Yeah. Measuring this against $1,500 SEO ad campaign. And I don't yeah. know, I'm not saying it doesn't work, but like, if you look at the results, because I, I have an example, somebody... She wasn't my client or like she wasn't a long-term client. Um, we fixed her computer. I have a friend who's the PC doctor. He, he, he's, he prides himself as the PC doctor who makes house calls. Of oh course, that was before COVID. Sure. And one day he calls me and he said, look, can you change a hard disk for somebody? I'm just too bogged down here and I have to go to Toronto. And, you know, so I said, yeah, sure. Like, you know, I'll, I'll fix her computer. I, I don't mind. So we met in Starbucks. I had like my screwdrivers and everything. And I had the new hard drive and I fixed it and everything. So as we're talking, she tells me about what she does. So she, she's an inventor and she has a product that sells on Amazon for, I think if I remember correctly, $9 or $8 or whatever. And as we're discussing, you know, this is a brand new product. So how do you market it? How do people know about it? And she says, I've made some videos talking about it. Uh, I've been interviewed uh, by other entrepreneurs um, and some people know about what I do and stuff like that. But most of my marketing is in the hands of an agency and I'm paying them, I think it was close to $1,600 a month. And I said, great, you know, how much sales do you have from the $1,600 a month? She says, oh, about seven, eight units. I said, what? <laughs> Again, please. Okay, how much? And she said, seven, eight units, sometimes 10. I said, okay, so your product sells for nine. So let's say you send 10 units, you're making $90 and you're spending 1600 to make the 90, something is broken. Yeah. And she said, yeah, I realized I'm spending too much, but I'm new and not many people know me. And it sounded like she's repeating what the agency people told sure. her to justify the amount that they're charging. And again, I'm not against anyone and many people are doing a great job, but you should see the result you get for your client because like how ethically, how would you justify? Because I know that agencies, they say, oh, we got stuff to pay. We got, you know, our cost and blah, 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 blah. And it's okay. It works for some people for your $1,600, they make 10,000. That's fine. It's justifiable. But right. if you look around and you're charging this month in and month out, and after three, four months, your client is telling you there's no sales, you got to stop and adjust. You got to do something. You don't just yeah. keep taking their money. And yeah. I don't know if she still like pays, it. but it pains me. And I, I couldn't forget that example of how SEO sometimes doesn't work and ends up actually emptying your pockets instead. 
Yeah, no, it's it's a good point. And that's why I like the approach. We do these we do these experiments and we tell people, hey, let's just start with 20. Let's start with like, it depends. And it depends. Everybody's different. Sometimes it's five, you know, sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 50. It just, it just depends on the market and all that. But we start with an experiment. We, we put a deadline on it. We track the conversion. We track the results. It's a lot easier to track this too, when you're only doing 20, you know, and then we adjust and we do it again with some adjust with one adjustment. We pick one thing and we adjust. Yeah, it. yeah, key. it's like a, <laughs> it's like A B split A-B, testing. Exactly, I was know, gonna say the same thing. I I sent an email out yesterday, um, and I use a tool for email, our email marketing convert kit. Convert I love kit. it. Okay. Um, I I put an email together with two different subject lines. Subject line one was um. Here's how I'll give you, here's how you can get a $10 Amazon gift card from me. And the second one was business advice from the trenches. And I thought the Amazon one's going to get more open rates. Yeah. What ConvertKit does. It sounds is, like everyone yeah, wants right? a $10 gift card. Yeah, exactly. What's cool about ConvertKit is, and other ones do this as well. I just, I've just, I used to use MailChimp. I've left the chimpanzee. Yeah. I'm straight on in ConvertKit now, but it does it really, really great. It automatically then for the first for the first four hours after I hit send, it sends to thirty percent of my web, my list. It sends half of that thirty percent oh, subject okay. line A and the other half subject line B. B. At the you end of have four to hours, two separate campaigns. Okay. Right at the end of four hours, whichever one works, they send just everybody else on the it. list. Yeah, and take the successful one for the rest of them. Yeah. The, the Amazon one had a 15% open rate. The advice from business owner had a 30% open rate. Wow, double. I would have missed out on a significant number of emails being opened had I gone with my gut. Hmm. Marketers don't always know. You know, copywriters yeah. don't always know. That's why testing, I, I love, again, one of our other axioms is shoot a bullet before a cannonball. Test, test, <laughs> test. How can you give it a little bit of a test on a small yeah, scale, adjust yeah. so it, it doesn't hurt, you know? Because I'll tell you, some of these experiments, there, there's no doubt about it. We'll tell clients, hey, there's a very good chance our first two, maybe three, will bomb. I can't guarantee, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to work. But if, you, if you'll trust us and keep going with us, we will land up because I'm not telling you this is what's going to be for years. And it may be, we have got an idea for a client and I don't have a client to take it on yet. (laughs) I just, (laughs) I love coming up with, with ideas. I want to find, and I think this would be fun for a restaurant. Okay. So let's, let's say a local restaurant, we put together in a one hour sitcom script. Mm -hmm. Okay. We write a funny script, takes an hour. We record it in five-minute episodes, and we release them on YouTube over 20 weeks, okay? So you've just created your own TV series with your restaurant as the backdrop. If, it's, if the script is funny you're, and you start promoting this mm. to your local market, because here's the thing. You don't have to compete on a national market if you're, if, you're a, if you're a local restaurant. You need to compete against all the other local restaurants, None of your other local restaurant 
are putting out a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Are putting out a YouTube TV show. All right. So you do this and you do it a couple times and you have some people in the restaurant sign waivers to be extras. And then you email them when their episode drops. Guess what that person's doing? They share it with everyone. Heck yeah, they're sharing it. I tell you something. You don't even have to mention a special. You don't have to offer a coupon. Your brand awareness is going to go through the roof and your, you know, 20 minute, 30 minute radius. I think that would be so much fun. I saw something funny on like, not, not like that, not, not a sitcom. Right. But um, I saw this on, on, on an Egyptian TV. So uh, the man had a new coffee shop. His daughter studies marketing in university. He's got two daughters and a son. Uh, the eldest is 19. One, the other one is like, I think, 14. And then a very young son, like eight or nine anyway. And he tells his eldest, now that we have our own coffee shop, can you do the stuff that you do? And she says, dad, what do you mean the stuff that I do? And he says, oh, all these online things with like the stuff that I don't understand, like uh, Facebook and TikTok and whatever. And then, so what she, she thought about like, okay, if we do a pay-per-click or an SEO or whatever, that's going to cost him a lot of money. And I don't want to let my dad down, but I don't know what to do because he doesn't understand any of this and he doesn't have a budget. So what she did, she picked up her phone. Um, she brought her sister and her brother in front of the coffee shop. And she was just talking. She's telling people the story. She said, hey, my dad opened this brand new coffee shop. He wants me to market it. I don't know what to do. There's no budget. The coffee shop looks cool. Look, here's what it looks like. And she went inside and like she showed people around and she said, but now I'm stuck. I don't know. So let's have a little bit of fun. So, hey, sister, pose as a model in front and whatever. And they started just like kids, you know. The guy says, I swear to God, like I was unhappy because that was very childish. And I thought like she's she's not serious. And then he said, but she's my daughter. So I didn't want to get angry with her. And I let it go. Within two or three weeks, he said, people started to flood. Like (laughs) they all want to go to the place because the video became like, uh, I don't know, something emotional. Like everyone wants to help the girl whose dad doesn't have a budget to market. So in the beginning, he thought that that's bad publicity. You're telling people, basically, I have no money. (laughs) And but it, it, it worked. Well, you know, there's a word behind why that worked. And it's the word authentic. Be authentic in your marketing. I mean, that's just people. And I have to fight this as a small, I'm a, I'm a business owner and I have to fight this. You know, I look out because I sit down in the evening, watch TV with my family and I see these big brand commercials mm. and stuff like that. And I get this idea that that's what a business looks like. That's yeah. What a business looks yeah. Like. And I don't know why that's the case, you know, because that's not true. You know, no. my favorite businesses to deal with are the fun, unique ones. Exactly. Um, yeah. And where I know their stories. So like, I just think there's so many This is why I do this podcast. Do. That's exactly yeah. why I do this podcast. Yeah, there's I want so to many share fun, unique things. Those authentic stories and, and, and the uniqueness of every guest who comes here with me, with the world. Because like not many people get to know, like, you know, they look and they say in Transit Studio, yeah, it's a web design company, but they don't know the ethos behind it, what what you like, what gets you out of bed in the morning, what you're passionate about, and how, more, more importantly, how you get stuff done. 
Because there's, for all of us, not only entrepreneurs, for every single person, even if you're working as as an employee in a company, everything you do has a little bit of you in it. And that's what makes you unique. And in most cases, that's what makes you successful. People connect with your authenticity, with with you being like a regular person rather than a a brand as per se. Like, yeah, I know we say... (laughs) Sometimes that you have to have your personal brand and whatever, but what many people don't tell you is that it doesn't have to be hard, cold, distant brand. It actually should be you, still be you. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't, I love laughing. I laugh out loud. I kind of take uh, a relaxed approach to to life. Maybe because I'm in the West. I don't know, but. <laughs> But if you see like all my photos and everywhere and even my caricature, it's all with a big smile on my face because that's me. It, it does represent me. I'm like, you know, without this laugh, I feel something is missing. There's no not enough energy. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, and here's the thing. If you put out a persona for your business that's not you, the first time a client engages with you, they realize like, wait a minute, this it's is what I switch. This is not what I expected. So just be authentic and have fun. And, you know, I I think there are so many missed opportunities out there for people. I I do have a a restaurant client that we are starting to, we're working with them and they're going to start, they're they're starting their own cooking show. They're going to be about seven minute long episodes. We're going to put them on YouTube and, and Instagram. They've got this amazing culinary staff in this wonderful kitchen and people are like, they think that, you know, well, I can't compete with the Food Network. You're not trying to compete with the Food Network. Yeah, that's the, that's the wrong approach. Yeah, yeah, you're trying to build a relationship with, you know, the, a thousand people within driving distance. You know, like it's, you just, you got to think different. And with YouTube right now, people, people are looking for content. And if yours is unique and fun and engaging and right there, like video content right now is... I mean, it's just, and there's so many easy ways to do it. There's so many easy ways to do it, but you know, you could start a series, um, you know, at your, at your office, you know, whatever it is, a restaurant, there's so many ways to do it. And then you got offline marketing and here's, here's just one more example um, real quick. I I don't know where we're at on time or anything like that. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. Um, But, but here's one more example. We, we had a client, we have, have a client that's on our hosting and maintenance plan for their website. We take care of their website. And they're a treatment center for people with addiction. Um, mm-hmm. It's a residential treatment center and they're nonprofit. And so they, they called up and they said, hey, we've got a budget of $300. What can you help us do for SEO and, or, mm-hmm. or pay-per-click? And I said, well, That's you a very know, low budget if very, yeah, very if low. do yep. online only. Yep. Yeah. But let's, let me take a look. Let me see. I, I have no idea how competitive the market is. Um, and I, I want to make decisions based on data because we just proved a little bit ago, just because I think a subject line is going to work, a $10 Amazon. <laughs> Not necessarily. Card, yeah. You know, yeah. I was, I was double wrong on that. So, um, so I said, let me, let me look at it. So I actually had Michelle, you know, Michelle, um, uh, she's our SEO expert. So Michelle looked at it and she came back and she's like, Eric, th- there's nothing they can do for $300. And here, here's why. Their competitors are they their competitors get ten thousand dollars a month per bed 
this place gets nothing. It's free. It's a nonprofit. You pay nothing to use this facility. Their competitors are paying pay per click for their for this nonprofit's name. So if you search this nonprofit's name, their competitors are all running ads against it. And so wow. for them to overcome this was going to be a lot. And so I went back to him and I said, hey, listen, we, I, I think it's a mistake for you to do anything. So instead, here's what I think you should do. Take that $300 and once a month, now this was pre-COVID, once a month, have a lunch and we can help you identify you know, I've, I've got four ideas off the top of my head. If you want, we'll work with you. We'll identify 12 targets. Um, but month one, uh, have a free lunch for pastors because every pastor will take you up on a free lunch. You know who else will take you up on a free lunch? Social workers. So the next month, social, and you know who else? Have a free meal for the directors of nursing homes and, and urgent care facilities. And the next month, have a, like for the police department. Have these free lunches, bring people in and, and offer to do a, a training or something Yeah, and tell them. Show them the place. Here's what we can do and spend the $300 to provide the free meal and build relationships because you know what? These are the people on the front line that engage with people every day. With addiction every day, yes. Addiction yes. that can't Indeed. afford a $10,000 facility. You know, get, get your judges, get your district, you know, your prosecute, your local prosecuting attorneys, get your defense attorneys. <laughs> now it gets a bit scary. <laughs> yeah, but get your defense attorneys who can yeah. go to the judge no, anyone on who sees, of a yeah, It's basically anyone who sees someone with addiction and yeah. they want to, instead of incarcerating the person, they want to help. They yeah. want to rehabilitate the person. Yeah. High school guidance counselors and principals, counselors, coaches, football right. coaches, yeah. like, the, the I can come up, I can drug dealers. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to offset what you sell, we're here for you. No, just kidding. <laughs> if, yeah, let's not go there. Um, but that is, and you know what? They're like, okay, great. It's not what they expected. And they, here was their thing. They're like, yeah, that sounds good. But man, that's, that's going to be a lot of work. We were just kind of hoping we could put some pages out there on the internet and send people to it. You can, but what's the result that you're getting? Yeah. Yes. It's, you know what though? There, here's the truth about money. There is no money hiding here behind my desk in my office. I've looked, there is none here. <laughs> I have to get my butt out from behind my desk and hit the streets and make relationships and networks because people, you and I both know Josh Hall. Josh says all the time, I don't know where he got it, but he says it all the time. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. Yes. You're not going to know, like, and trust me from reading a blog post. Is there a place for blogging? Yes. Yes. Is there a place for pot? I have a, uh, yes. a client that's a, that's a auctioneer and there we're helping them put together a podcast. They're going to put together a podcast where they're going to talk about the land that's for sale in the, in the, in, in the state of Ohio. And they're going to do this every other week. Their potential client listening base is not that big, but this is very targeted. It's very direct. Mm. And we've helped them come up with some ideas to help get the word. You know, they're going to interview some landowners and things like that. And what's that landowner going to do? They're going to share their episode and stuff like that. But here's the beautiful thing about it. They're, un they they're fine with the fact that their podcast may only get 100 downloads 
every other week. Where most people, they're like, oh, if, if my podcast, you know, isn't number one on the list, or I can't, I can't compete with Dave <laughs> Ramsey. I can't compete with NPR. I can't. You compete. know what? I don't even know the numbers of my podcast. I don't look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you adding value to people? Great. It, I would rather add value to five people this week. Exactly. Versus yeah. nobody because I was afraid to try. And the funny thing is, people I know tell me they listen to my podcast. So, so I don't know if some strangers or prospects. I may not be helping you much. (laughs) Maybe not after this specific one. But no, it's funny (laughs) because I have an existing client. The other day we had a meeting, uh, a socially distanced meeting, but we were. I went to their office. To, to meet them in person, right? I'm old school. I, I, you know, they're a new client. They came through a referral from a friend. And while there, the lady told me, oh, I was just listening to your podcast with that guest who does X and Y. And I said, oh my God, like, I, and I, I didn't think like, where did she find the podcast? And I remember that in my signature, below my signature, I, I usually put the latest episode. So she clicked, but she didn't actually listen to that specific episode. She went to the one that was more of interest to her. And to me, wow, this works. Yeah. Like, I haven't, I didn't get new business from the podcast, but this is the thing as well. When you do marketing, you should be clear to what you want from whatever you're doing. This is the thing that people sometimes forget about. For me, the podcast is about adding value, is about meeting nice people listening to their stories, um, highlighting their uniqueness and having fun in the process. It's not about how many customers or how many clicks will come from my podcast. Some other podcasts maybe have that target, but not mine. Yeah. So for me, And, and that's okay too. Both And both are yeah. great. And that's I think that's the key. You just have to know your why. Like, why are you doing this? What's the value behind it? What's the point? Are you adding value to people? Um, and it's, and it's the same thing with your marketing. You just gotta, you just gotta know why you're doing it, and and not only that, you need to know what you're not gonna do. We get yeah. asked all the time, all <laughs> the time, no. if we will help people with their um, social media marketing, or no. we've started recently. We just had our third one in the last like three months. Um, ask us about helping with their Amazon store, and I just Ooh, say okay. no, we so we don't do, do that. We've got some, we've got some people yeah. that can, but that's not what we what do. What do they need help with on an Amazon store? It's supposed to be oh, there's all kinds right? of, yeah, well, there's all kinds of keyword and, you know. Oh, marketing the Amazon store. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. all marketing. and Because and within your Amazon well. ecosystem, there are similar people with similar products. So how yeah. would you stand out? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's, and there's, that's great. And I'm sure, but you know what? Here's why we don't do it. Because I, I don't get excited about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's boring. No, to and me. it's like me, you know, social media management. I, okay, full disclosure, guys, because this is on YouTube and it's considered social media, but I don't actually like social media that much. Uh, nothing against it, but I think you could easily waste a lot of time and money on social media with no result unless you're doing it right. And um, I, I just, I don't, I don't have it in me to charge a retainer for a client where I cannot show good result or where I'm not convinced of the result. So for me, since this is not my bread and butter, this is not where my, where my experience is, that's it. I don't do it. When they ask, I just refer them or yeah. help them find somebody or look with them, you know, to find yeah. somebody. No, so I'm but, the same way. Yeah. 
we, we've got a referral network we refer people to because I just, I don't get excited about it. And if I'm not excited about it, I'm not going to do you a good job. Yeah. And so, and are there some people that do great with apps? Absolutely. Here. That's it. If they yeah. know what they're doing, they show yeah. the results. That's and it. I'm not, a, do I'm not against them. it, but it's like, it's like investing. If you talk to somebody about investing, if they invest in stocks, oh, they're going to tell you that's the best place to invest. Everyone is doing Bitcoin right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> if they invest, they're going to tell you that. If they invest in real estate, they're going to tell you that's, that's the, the best. best investment you can ever do. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's got a bias for that. And the same is true for marketing. I have a bias towards creative, targeted marketing because I think it gets a higher return rate. And could I get, you know, could I get the same return rate doing social media or an SEO and, 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 and SEO paid ads? Yeah, you probably. can, but the cost is going to be 10 times. Right. Be, but because the, re, the, the, the conversion rate is only going to be one, two, three, seven percent, maybe yeah. 13. Like, we're working with clients where after six months of doing these experiments, we're getting a 40%, you know, 60, 80%, whatever it is, we're getting these high conversion rates. That's blowing. Here's an example. This isn't, this isn't from me. This is from somebody, somebody that did this, that does this kind of marketing. They have a client um, that sells solar panels. And um, I was doing a training with this, this guy, um, I was from him. He's, he's a great guy, Justin, real smart guy. Um, and I think he's think diff, think if I forget his brand, but anyway, um, he had a client selling solar panels and, uh, the, they were running radio ads and he, he was spending a lot of money on radio ads and he'd get one lead a month. And so they said, let's just, let's just do this whole thing different. So they stripped the, the, the radio ad from all the music. They slowed the talking down. It was just him talking, just audio of this business owner talking. The radio station thought it was terrible. Um, and he sent them to, a, they built a brand new website. It took them about seven minutes to build the website. It was a blank page with a video of this business owner standing on his roof, holding his phone up with his own solar panels in the background and a, and a phone number below that. Um, send us the text message. We'll get a free, we'll, we'll schedule a free on-site, you know, estimate, no obligation. Okay. They roll this out. They first month live with this, they were getting four leads a week. They went from one a month wow. to four a week doing something that everybody else was saying, don't do it. Don't do it. You, you, your ads got it. You, you speed it up. You got to have music. Well, let me ask you this. When's the last time you listened to the radio? Tell me three ads you heard. <laughs> Probably can't do it. Most people can't because they all sound the same. Yeah. Here's exactly. this guy. His ad comes out. It sounds totally different. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I just think, I mean, so even if you like radio, if that's, if that's your thing, okay. Make it, I, I saw an ad for an orthodontist. They had a, a mask on, and this was about, uh, this was about middle of last summer, maybe towards the end of the summer. And it was, and it said, never been a better time to get braces. 
Yeah, because you call me exactly. Your mouth is covered that's, already. <laughs> that's gold. Yeah, if you've got a teenager who's not wanted to yeah. get married, yeah. This is the time I, I would have loved to, this is brilliant. I, and I almost contacted yeah. them and said, I just want to know what's been your response. And this is a billboard. I'm fine with yeah. billboards yeah. if you do it right. So, yeah. So like, let me sum it up. We're not saying don't do online marketing. We're saying the approach that we saw working in the last maybe year or two is a hybrid, a little bit offline, a little bit online. And we've laid out out the reasons why the offline part is important and i totally agree with you and i always laugh because when i when i meet a new prospect and we're discussing things and i'm i i i'm terrible in sales sometimes i just talk too much sometimes i bore the listener i don't know but <laughs> me too me too but i, I, I get excited i, I get yeah. excited and i go for the education opportunity rather than the sale itself because i truly i want to share the knowledge with the people that i'm meeting and um, but what normally happens when people ask me about, you know, um, paid ads and SEO and online marketing and stuff. And I say, look, OK, my nickname is the Internet guy. So I'm supposed to be the one who tells you everything goes online. Everything is done with technology, whatever. But ninety nine percent of my business comes from referrals from people who I met, either met in person, physically or like zoom or have been introduced by you by josh by another friend so like i barely get business or inquiries from strangers like people finding me on google or whatever and i do have some keywords that are on the first page of google so like i've done that part i've done my homework there right but again like you quoted josh the same thing people do business with someone they know and trust or someone who knows someone they know and trust. So this is just the truth of the matter. Um, the only difference is for people who are doing massive online campaigns, like things that cost, you know, I don't know, uh, $3,000 a month or whatever, and they soil the pages. is like if you open your, your water tap, they're going to come out of it, you know, from the amount of <laughs> advertising right. they do. That, that, that's different, you know. But yeah. for the average small, medium-sized business, they can't afford that. And then it becomes very competitive because what you're trying to rank on becomes suddenly, instead of paying, I don't know, $16 per click, it becomes $30 per click. Or instead of paying $3, it becomes $17 and, and, and so on. And it just goes up and up and up. And the only winner is Google. So, <laughs> and we're gonna, in, in part two, like this is, so guys, yeah. Part one, we're just discussing business and marketing in general. Part two of this, um, and it's going to be another episode, a separate, I'll, I'll, I'll produce it as a separate episode. We're going to be discussing SEO optimization, website speed optimization, user experience, things like that in depth. So we're going to put more, uh, or we're going to put the online part of marketing under the magnifying glass. And, and, you know, give us, yeah, cause a, it's still important. A it's, piece it's of our mind. Important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still important, but don't put all your eggs in that basket in one, but exactly. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And yeah, if you didn't do Bitcoin, <laughs> I'm not saying, I, I don't know whether to say do it or never do. I don't know. Like I, somebody told me about it when it was about six, $7. And I was thinking like virtual money, what? 
Like, I don't know, maybe my age then. Like, I'm a techie, but like not that techie. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I saw the other day somebody paid $500,000 for a virtual house. I, yeah. What? Virtu- I, I don't I, get it. Oh, so there's virtual property as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because one day they'll be able to exchange it. I, I tell you, I, I saw somebody bought or bought a piece of digital art for $100,000. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, that's funny. Instead of going to the museum, you look at it on your screen, but like, (laughs) yeah, but I mean, anyway, and that's teach their own. That's right. And that's again, yeah, yeah. That's how some people invest. That's whatever your investment strategy is. Yeah. Mine, I I love to invest in businesses. I invest in businesses and entrepreneurs. I love because I'm one, you know? Yeah. And I love to invest in knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's fun stuff. Perfect. So, Eric, thank you very much for this great insight about hybrid and offline marketing as well as online and how to marry the two together, if we can say that. Yeah, we, uh, we try to always send people to the website. You know, leverage your website. You've got it. Exactly. Um, or you should have it anyways. Um, you, re- you really should have your own website if you don't. Don't. It cracks me up when I see somebody, you go to their URL and it redirects to their Facebook page. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Me too. It um, pains me. Yeah. It, don't, it, don't really, do that. We, we are going to actually demystify this whole world in, in part two. Love it. Looking it's coming it. up on the next episode. All right. So that's the end of our part one. And we're going to start part two shortly.